This episode of BTP Daily is brought to you by K Rico Coffee, man. One of the best coffee places you can go to. And they're also selling coffee for everyone all over the place. But it's nice to have some coffee at home. It's also nice to have some coffee somewhere else. But it's also tremendous to go have some over at K Rico Coffee. For those of you that live down in South Florida, definitely a place you want to go to. It's over at 2728 Hollywood Boulevard in Hollywood. And uh, you will enjoy it. JR and the gang have some tremendous coffee, have some tremendous types of coffee recipes and all this other good stuff that you will definitely enjoy. But more what you will enjoy, other than the coffee, let me be completely honest with you on this one, is the people. You go in there, you chat, they talk. What a concept, right? People talking nowadays face-to-face and uh, you know, actually caring about what you say and no need to really look at your cell phone in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, K-Rico Coffee gives you that more human experience, that human touch, because they care so much about their craft, but they also care so much about making you, the consumer, happy with your cup of coffee. Whatever type of coffee you might like, everybody has different tastes, everybody has different likes. K-Rico Coffee has it for you. K-Rico Coffee, it's the people that make coffee good. The Copa Sudamericana seemed to be that that remedy, that that uh, that type of of medicine that was needed, you know, that that tonic of sorts that it kind of left a bitter taste in people's mouths. Not because of what happened in Copa Libertadores in terms of what occurred on the pitch, that was very just, but more of what occurred off of it and all the other ramifications that that really gave a very bitter taste in many people's mouths because of that. The Sudamericana ended up being the antithesis of that. All of the um, action, all the intensity, and the second leg final was just absolutely epic as far as what occurred. And a tough break for Junior by not being able to win or be able to at least get penalties you know, scored when the most opportune times called for it. And many were complaining about the penalties that weren't called. Uh, I would probably look at the penalties that were missed as an even bigger issue. But but let me not, let me digress because the issue of this episode is not about winning and losing. It's, it's really about winning in other aspects of life. And one case is very particular, and that was the case of Nikau. Nikau, at one point, was a shining prospect over at Mirasol that ended up being a globetrotter of sorts. And if you start looking at his career, at his resume, it ends up being one of those where you look at a player and you start wondering uh, if, if you were an employer about his specific type of resume because there was so much jumping around. He became a globetrotter of sorts. And when many started looking at his potential, it was there. And many people gave him time and time and time again a lot of issues, a lot of things that started occurring as far as each and every single stop that he had uh 
it was interesting that he was wearing number 11 because that ended up being a tribute to Fernando Diniz, who was sacked back in June. And it was Fernando Diniz that gave him, in his eyes, that last opportunity to do something with his career. But not necessarily on the pitch, but do something with his life. And he talked about how much his, how much Nikao's suffering had been really exacerbated by his battle with alcohol. And today it was refreshing. Tonight it was refreshing to see, well, Graffici, the former Wolfsburg legend and now commentator in, in Brazil, he talked about it. He said, look, I'm seeing things in a different light now. I've had to give up a lot of things in my life. I had to give up alcohol in order to, to see things better with my career, with my life. And now is the moment where I'm seeing things are worth it. And it was something that really made you look beyond football, made you look beyond scoring goals or not scoring them or winning a game or kicking a penalty or not kicking a penalty and how important the game is outside of that. And I, I made many changes in my life, he said. I was a player that had a lot of vices and that really messed me up as far as the beginning of my career. And and you start looking at it at Nikao's career throughout, and mind you, he's only twenty eight years old. And you start looking at his constant movement from club to club, at his his constant back and forth as far as teams were concerned. That he started going from one end to the other, and the potential was there. You know, if you start looking at senior career, he he had a couple of games here at Atletico Mineiro, didn't play much. Went to Vitoria, went to Bahia and Lone, went to Ponchi Preta, went to Atletico Mineiro yet again to try and get something started. Had maybe something promising, but then again, it was those demons that the, the the addiction that he had to alcohol. He mentioned it throughout that that not really extensive, but it was very poignant. And he talked about how the times he was in Serie B that. You know, he was looked at as one of the big potential stars, and he wasn't able to do anything. He, he went so far as being part of CSK Moscow's youth system, PSV Eindhoven. He had gone all over the place, but he had really gone nowhere. His career was kind of in limbo, and that he saw his career finally beginning to emerge. And I, I said 28, but I, I believe he's actually 26, 27, even younger than that. But you get you get the idea. He's been through so much in such little time. When you start looking at his age, you start thinking of players that are at his, at their or reaching their respective peak. But he's been through so much in his life that you start to see that it's not even looked at as a peak anymore. If you look at his his life and what he's been able to go through, and to see how ingrained certain habits, certain aspects of his life or because of Brazilian culture, because of the emphasis of, of, of drinking and football being so closely tied up and, and what he's had to do in order to overcome that, to become one of the key players for Atletico Paranaense's victory in this Copa Sudamericana, Copa Sudamericana that they win for the first time, a first time for them that they were able to win an international championship. Of course, back in 2005, they were in the Copa Libertadores final where they lost to Sao Paulo. But for Nicao, 
it was a victory because of what he had to overcome. And he realized that, mind you, coming from a city where the big marketing or the big branding of Belo Horizonte is, we don't have oceans, we have bars. Of course, in Portuguese, it, it, it rhymes a little bit better. But Belo Horizonte is one of the only cities in the world, or actually one of the cities in the world that has the highest person to bar ratio as far as that's concerned. You go to certain bars, you go to a certain area, especially Savasi, the most prominent or, or most posh area, if you will, of Belo Horizonte, and they have bars, maybe have about 300, 400 bars within a two, three mile radius. One of the great towns in Brazil, but again, the emphasis on alcohol was such that that was one of the things that affected when Michael Vinicius Ferreira da Cruz. And that's where he knew he had to overcome in order not just to do something with his career, ladies and gentlemen, to be able to survive and do something with life. And tonight, he proved that it can be done. That with support, that with help, and of course, with a will, anything can really be overcome. And Nikau, in my eyes, by being so open about those struggles, by being so open about what occurred, he ends up being a winner in life. And I really wish him the best in that continuous struggle because it's not something that you just overcome and it's done. No, you overcome and on many occasions it'll try and sneak back into your life and try and destroy you. But that's the battle he has to fight and he is so willingly, graciously, and humbly has been willing to do so. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in time and time again here to BTP Daily. And look, I wanted to ask a quick favor. I, I really want you to do this for me and I'll be eternally grateful for you. Um, please, please, please leave a um, leave a review. Please, five stars is great. One star is fine too, we get it. But uh, please leave, you know, leave, leave a, a message, leave a review, leave a, you know, g give us your, your thoughts about how you like this podcast as far as what we're offering content-wise, what you would like to hear, what you would like to hear. And of course, being on Anchor, you have a lot of different ways to do so. You can leave a message, you can leave all types of, of, of content and, and types of, of, of direct messages in my direction so we can find ways here to really amplify and give you all types of content and more frequent content as we look to grow which with each and every episode that we do make sure you do it on itunes make sure you do it pretty much on every or any of the platforms that we're on we're pretty much on everything and i said itunes stitcher audio boom soundcloud whatever you want we're on it but make sure that you go and check it out. Give us a rating. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. Because we would be extremely grateful to know which direction we're heading, how we're impacting you, and all those other things that really make this podcast such a great and fun experience for me 
and of course everyone else that's involved. Also make sure you check out Beyond the Pitch as we have some great content going out there. As 2019 starts to creep up. Is that a scary thought? But we have a lot more coming in the next few months, in the next year, as we have lots of events in the football world that we'll be focusing our attention on. So make sure you leave that rating. We'll be extremely grateful. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being part of the BTP family. Talk to you later. Peace. Thank you.